Hey everybody, welcome to the 21 Minutes or Less podcast. Today we're joined by a special guest. Her name is Monica and she actually owns a self-care subscription box called Vivacious Box and she's also the founder of Tega Travels. So she wants to help create opportunities for travelers to experience more travel, self-discovery, and adventure without headaches or overwhelming them. So how are you today, Monica? I am well. Hello, hello. I'm well. How are you? We are good. We just are super excited to talk to you today. So let's start with the self-care subscription box. So what made you want to get into, you know, having a recurring monthly self-care subscription box? Oh, my goodness, because I was the woman that needed it first. <laughs> so um, I am a dual mompreneur. I um, I have the two businesses, Vibacious Box and then Take a Travels. But I'm also a healthcare fraud investigator. And I'm also an ambassador of a global organization called Powerful Women in Business Global. And I'm a mom to a nine-year-old dyslexic son. So life is busy, 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 and hectic. And so I wanted to give something to other women of what I needed. I'm single. I'm a mom. I have these businesses and I just need to be able to give love to myself. I need to be able to take time, make time to do it. And I want to do it in a creative way. And so me being able to do that for years, I wanted to share that for other mompreneurs because um, women would inbox me and say, oh my gosh, you look like you're living life. You're having a good time. I'm miserable. I need this and that. And I was like, okay, let me share all these goods. So that's how uh, Vibacious Box actually came about. Yes, I, I love it. <laughs> so for our listeners who may be moms and may be interested in your um subscription box can you give us like a little sneak peek of what are the some of the things that you have inside yeah absolutely so the cool thing about it is every single month um, it's different items in a box we do have some curated things that's in the box but I mean I'm sorry some monthly things in the box but every month is something different all of the contents in the box is actually geared toward whatever that self-care activity is for that month Um, we're actually pre-launching right now So last month's box, it was called the Celebration Box, and we had all things celebration. And it was really about being able to celebrate your wins, big or small, and then sharing them with the universe instead of waiting for the universe to tell you and validate that your wins are good, right? Mm -hmm. And then the October box is about awakening, um, awakening the woman within, awakening your true desires. And so everything inside the box is in there. Um, I will tell you one of the favorites so far has been the adult gummies. Like these adult gummies are amazing. Um, Instead of rewarding yourself with a drink, (laughs) women are rewarding themselves with some very cute alcohol infused gummies. And that's been a a favorite um, since everybody is actually doing the work to healing themselves and so on and so forth. And another great thing about it, every single week, we actually send a personalized love letter via text message, um, just at random, because sometimes we just need those pick-me-ups. And so Vibacious Box definitely delivers in that too. We're real serious about this self-love, self-care journey, girl. <laughs> yes, I love it. Yes, and you talked about, you know, healing. So what does mm-hmm. healing look like to you? Like, what does that mean? Oh my goodness, that is a great question. Healing to me means just basically opening up uh, your past, 
opening up who you want to be and just finding that balance in between the two. Dealing with issues that you may have suppressed or you may not have even thought that you actually had, but just actually dealing with it. So many times as women, you know, we go through life, especially if you're busy, if you're a mompreneur, especially, but when you're going through life, you just handle things, you handle it, but that doesn't mean that you've healed from it. It doesn't mean that you've accepted those things that has happened and you are progressing um, in life. So healing looks like digging in the dirt, in the trenches, uncovering some things, and no, taking the Band-Aid off, no longer having a Band-Aid, but truly healing a wound uh, so that you could be progressive in life. Yes, I love it. Thank I know um, on our healing journey, we can kind of sometimes get in a space where we like revert back to our old Self-defense. So what yeah. advice would you give someone who is on their healing journey but may come up on a like a stumbling block or obstacle that may take them back a little bit? Oh my goodness. Well, first and foremost, just be real with where you are. Being honest with yourself is the number one thing, like for sure. So being honest with yourself means that you are going to have some setbacks. You are going to think about those things that hurt you. You are going to think about things that are going to trigger you. But one, if you own it, whether it's good or bad, then you can move forward. You're like, okay, I'm. your language and your mindset will change to I've healed from that or I am healing from that. Regardless if it takes 10 years, two months, or two weeks, it's a continual process. So one, just owning it because you can never ashame a person that is unashamed, right? So um, a part of that healing journey is just owning it and making sure that you know that, hey, I've dealt with that or I am dealing with that and put some positivity on top of it. Most of the time when you need something healed, it's some negative connotation attached to it. So if you try to change that and put some positive connotation to it, then it's going to help you throughout your journey. You'll never forget it. It'll never, ever leave you 100%, but you will become better. It's kind of like a spider bite, right? You get a spider bite, especially if it's a poisonous one, it can get into your system. It can harm you. It can corrupt your body, things like that. However, once that spider bite is healed, it's healed. But it does not mean that you forgot the spider bite. It does not mean that you forgot how you felt in those moments. It just means that you're healed from that and it no longer ails you in the way that it did before. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't want to interrupt you. But <laughs> it's okay. you definitely talked a lot about balance and you know being a mom mom entrepreneur. So how do you find the balance? You know, you have two businesses. Like, how do you make sure you're not neglecting the self-care subscription box or the traveling business? Yes. So it's just about being organized to me, um, being organized, having systems and having automations in place and also knowing when to say when. Like, I'm one of those people. I own the business, but I also practice what I preach in the business. I, I have the travel business. I travel self-care. I am the queen of self-care. Like I do it, but I have to find time to do it. So with anything, um, just being organized really and truly. Maybe it's one day you're doing one thing, I'm focusing on vivacious, and another day I'm focusing on Tega or certain hours or something like that. But just being organized. Okay. Well, speaking of your traveling company, I guess we can kind of discuss that um, right now. Me personally, I love to travel. So I'm interested in knowing about your company and maybe some 
of the places you have traveled to? Oh my goodness. So yeah, so type of travels, I love it. Um, I definitely believe in when you experience destinations, you explore parts of yourself. You find out who you are, what you like, what you don't like, because you're experiencing other cultures and stuff like that. So Tega Travels is a two-part themed uh, business model. Um, on one side, we actually book the services for you. We plan those wonderful vacations, add beautiful excursions, and give you those dope trips with those amazing vibes. And on the other side, we teach you how to actually book those yourself um, as a DIY tool. So we have lots of DIY tools for staycations, vacations, international travel, things of that nature, because we definitely realize that people like to book their own trips sometimes. And that's perfectly fine. I just want to make sure that you're doing it safely. You definitely don't want to be in Zimbabwe thinking, <laughs> thinking that you have the right currency and you don't. So it's about educating um, and giving the tools and things like that. Um, I have actually been to um, Belize. I've been to, of course, like Mexico, Jamaica, the Bahamas, things like that. Um, and hopefully I will be able to go to Amsterdam this year by the end of the year. I'm definitely hopeful. But those are just some of my journeys. Okay. And of all the places you've been to, like, I would say, which one is your your favorite? Oh, my goodness. Um, that's so hard. It's so hard to say. I'm one of those people that every time I travel, regardless if it's in the States or out, I always try to do something that I have never done before, right? Um, I do that because it heightens my perspectives when I come back. Like, Monica, if you can jump off 20 feet cliffs, you can do anything. Monica, if you swim with pigs, you can do anything, whatever. So every destination, I really try to do something fun and push myself to a limit, Um so that's so hard, but I guess I would say Belize. Belize was slow. Uh, it's a slow pace. It really makes you enjoy um, your life. It makes you enjoy just the time that you have away. It's beautiful. The food was amazing. Um, the beaches were just gorgeous. I mean, I would say Belize. Yeah. Okay, definitely. And for our listeners, um, can you just tell us how traveling can be incorporated into self-care? Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, first of all, I already believe that travel is self-care. <laughs> well, it's part of it. Um, but just when you're traveling, you're able to just be somebody different, right? If you want to be. Um, you become your more relaxed self. You become more carefree. You become just this person that is ready to experience and ready to evolve. I mean, really think about it. When you're preparing for a trip, you're getting your clothes together. You're buying new clothes. You're getting your hair done if you're a female, your nails. You're making sure things are on point because you want to show up and look your best and feel your best. And that is what self-care is, looking your best and feeling your best at all times. So it actually helps you even from the moment that you start packing. Even the, even before then, when you're planning your trip, because you're already thinking, oh, I want to wear this swimsuit on the beach. Oh, I need to wear this hat because it's going to be cold. You know, things of that nature. You're already trying to present your absolute best self. Your mindset is already switching. So throughout the whole entire process, from planning to actually getting there, being able to recharge, reset your mind, take the stresses off of your, your life or off your mind for a few moments, that is what self-care is and that's well that's a way to give uh self-care to yourself it's just 
be different. Be who you really want to be. And most of the time, we are our best version of ourselves when we're traveling. I think that's really, really important, you know, just how you're saying that self-care is incorporated before you even go on a trip, because it is. Um, Also, how has, I guess, COVID impacted the business or, you know, people probably weren't traveling as much? Like, how do you get through things like that? Oh, yes, business was definitely impacted. And I think for the first several months, I didn't really feel I felt COVID, but I didn't feel it. And what I mean by that is because I had a lot of people who canceled vacations, um, especially groups. Before I specialized in groups, um, I also specialized in international travel and cruises. So when you have groups of 30 people and you know 50 people, 20 people, or even as small as six calling you, everybody wants to tell their story. Everybody wants to tell how they feel about their travel. They're getting your advice on, Monica, should I go? Should I not go? What should I do? What can I do? And so for the first few months, I was so overwhelmed with business of cancellations and being on hold for forever. Like I, I took the brunt for my clients, you know, so I didn't really feel COVID as far as how everybody else did. I felt it in the aspect that I have to take action for my clients. I have to show up. So it definitely hurt my business um, because people obviously stopped traveling, um, but it has slowly picked up. But it also allowed me to pivot in my business as well. I was working on some things uh, last year, and because I was so busy with everything, I didn't really get time to cultivate what I needed to work on. So COVID actually allowed me to be able to work on those things and show up better for my clients. So. It's been a love-hate thing with COVID, but hopefully we really get to get back to comfortably um, traveling again. What, um, I guess, advice would you give to someone who's like, you know, what are the benefits of going with a traveling company versus just trying to book things on my own? Like, what, what are the biggest benefits for them? To be honest, I'm not going to lie to you. It's all about preference. <laughs> it's really about preference. With a um, travel company, of course, you get the expertise and the skills of having information. I can't speak for all agencies and I can't speak for all companies, but me, myself, I actually educate my clients before they go. We own whatever trip they're going on, making sure that they're fully educated on all costs involved, activities, um, providing them various guides, even healthy tips, things of that nature that the average person would not actually take into account. I'm giving them that counseling session because I want them to be ready. I also hand deliver them or not hand deliver them, but um, if they're local, yeah, I can, (laughs) but I actually deliver to their emails actual um, guides and highlights of everything. What, whatever resort they're staying at. Hey, this is what people are saying. This is what's known. So just having that backdoor access uh, to everything—that is the great part of it. And then, of course, obviously with COVID, having somebody to stay on those long hold times. <laughs> those hold times were like two and three hours per day. It was just ridiculous. So that is the advantage of it. But then. Two, there are people who really enjoy booking their own trips. And that's awesome, too, because sometimes just researching in itself is part of the travel experience. Like people really love to see, oh, I can do this. I can go there. Oh, I never thought they even had this over there. So really, it's all about preference. 
Um, but booking with an agency, it definitely saves time. Um, my goal is definitely to shorten the overwhelm of vacation planning. So it just depends on which way and how much time you really have. Okay, so in your point of view, what type of mindset and belief system should an entrepreneur have? <sighs> my goodness. Oh, that is a question right there. I believe that they should have one that is open-minded. You have to be open-minded. Um, this business or entrepreneurship period is not for everybody. Um, and a lot of people see the glamour of it and the rewards of it, but they rarely take a look at what's behind closed doors. So, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> I'm losing my voice, sorry. But you really want to have an open mind. You want to be open to feedback. You want to be open to criticisms. You want to be open to new creative ideas. You have to be a creator. You have to set the tone for everything. So just being open-minded and being receptive to the wins as well as the failures, because the failures ultimately turn into wins and not, not everything that goes wrong or goes bad or is a delay it's actually a negative thing. Sometimes it just embraces us and grabs us and allows us to look at the areas of opportunities. So all of that said, just being open-minded through it all, good, bad, the creative processes, the feedback, so on and so forth. Thank you. You're welcome. So if you could leave our listeners with like one gem, just something they can apply um, in their lives, what would you say to them? I would say to show up in business, show up in life, show up, period, as authentic as you can be. Just be authentically you. Um, the way that you do that is through your, the love that you give yourself, um, the things that you do for yourself, and how you actually honor yourself. Whether that's business, whether that's family, whether that's on your job, in every area of your life, just show up authentically. I think that's definitely important. Um, just being able to be yourself, that's going to get you way farther than anything else. So thank you for that. Um, and can you please let our listeners know where they can find you on social media? Absolutely. So on Instagram, you can find us on the travel page at Take a Travels, T-E-G-A. T-R-A-V-E-L-S, Take a Travels. And for the self-care subscription box, you can find us at Vibacious Box. And we just love, love, love community. And we just love to give back. So definitely come visit us there. Okay. Um, before you go, can you pronounce your last name? <laughs> the million dollar question, yes. Export a Subway. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yes. So thank you so much for joining us. We really, really do appreciate you. I thought you just dropped some gems on them. And make sure y'all go. Yes. <laughs> and make sure y'all go follow us as well on the podcast page on Instagram and Facebook as 21 Minutes or Less. You can always go to YouTube, 21 Minutes or Less Podcast. And then follow our personal pages. Mine is at Keisha Milana. And mine is at Miss Butterfly 21, M-I-S-S. -S. And thank you. We're going to see y'all on the next episode.